Hey everybody, Steve here. Just wanted to give everybody listening a special hey thanks for tuning in to the HLP on this extra special Thanksgiving drop. You all are the best and I just wanted to let everybody know that this weekend we'll be running a little sale on our merch store online. The holidays are just around the corner, so maybe it's time to pick up that special someone in your life, a tasteful Team Slurp tank top, to rocket your holiday bash this year. For real though, if anybody's listening to this on Thanksgiving, regardless if you celebrate or not, I hope you have a fantastic, hopefully long weekend with family, friends, or whoever you could trick into giving you a home-cooked meal and a frosty can of hams. I myself can't make it home this year for Thanksgiving, but here's hoping that if you're in my situation, this episode helps brighten your weekend a little bit. From all of us at the HLP, thanks for your continued support, and here's episode 68. Home is where the homunculus. Like liquor and things that go boo? Then buckle up, listener, cause this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 68. And we're drinking a team, Bev. For the second part of a combat, what are we drinking, Emily? Our patrons were very nice to us this week, and they tried to send us a little bit of help. So this week, we are drinking a Phantom Steed. Hopefully, this Caramel Apple Mule will give us a little bit of inspiration and creativity to get ourselves out of this predicament. Yeah, I don't think the Phantom Steed's going to save you guys twice. I was going to say, are you asking me to... Call a fan of seed? <laughs> Just conjure it right in front of Lyra. <laughs> She's going to need it. I will. I haven't tried this yet. I will say it smells very much like caramel apple. What's in this? It's caramel vodka, apple cider, and ginger beer. An interesting combo, to be sure. Yeah, the, the ginger beer makes it a little weird, but I don't dislike it. I couldn't drink a lot of it. It's very sweet, but... Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad we didn't make yeah. uh, huge quantities and all brought sidearms. Steve, you had a special request for this episode. That's right. I am drinking the team beverage, but if everybody, if anybody knows me at home, you know I like a little side action. So I'm going to be drinking a hams tonight to help Lyra out, channel some good juju, because um, she's in big trouble. So this will be a team slurp episode. I'm also wearing my... Robin, uh, Team Slurp, Phrasma, hand-painted t-shirt. So I'm channeling all the good vibes for Emily tonight. So here we go, guys. Enjoy this Slurp. Oh, yeah. If any character appreciates sky blue waters, it's Lyra. So I'm I'm here for you. (laughs) Thank you. It means so much. And so is the entire ham's wing of Miller Coors. They're behind you. (laughs) So much water potential. So, guys, I want to go around the table real quick. We had a pretty brutal combat with a summoned devil called an Aranus. And I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, but it's, well, it's like it's kind of an anti-angel is how I described it last episode. It's a winged devil 
that looks like a woman with black wings. And she attacked you guys for a couple of rounds. You managed to put her down. But during the combat, we heard some sounds coming from one of the rooms deeper in to this structure. So what I want to do is I want to go around the table and have everybody, just so the listeners know, tell us where your health's at, what your character's feeling right now. All right, I'll kick this thing off. Um, Matuma's max health is 66. I'm sitting at a 36. Um, would be much, much worse off if I were a good character. Um, taking the half or quarter damage uh, pretty much kept me up that last episode. So I'm not bad, and I'm also not particularly close to this new creature. So not the worst way to start. What about you, Brooks? Well, I'm certainly not good. Uh, I'm at 31 total health, and from the last episode, I think we all uh, listened to Lyra heal me up uh, for like 15 points. So at one point, I was down to about 15, um, and 31 probably won't last me too long if we figure out that it can hit me easily. About Eclipse. Eclipse did take some damage. <laughs> Nothing from the so, burst. Yeah, so uh Steve said that he's uh not not horribly bad, right? Mm-hmm. Um I'm bad and and Ikmer also said I'm he's not good. I would agree I'm not good. Uh and so with that, <laughs> I have only 61 health. You know, it's just horrible. But also, you know, it's just cuz I'm a bad person. Yep. Only evil character. Spell doesn't target evil characters. I know. It's nice. And how about Woman of the Hour, Lyra, at the door, ready to uh, face down this flesh golem? Lyra was definitely punished for being good uh, the last episode. She is at 13 hit points right now, and she is right next to the door where this massive creature is. It's a great place for the healer to be. Yeah, usually. I mean, last combat you did try and get away from the enemy, which has put you nearer and nearer to the new combatant. But before we get into this combat, next week's a special week. It's episode 69, and I think two of us should 69 for this next beverage. I think we roll, and the two people with the lowest have to drink whatever's on the drink pole. What do you guys think about that? I couldn't think of something more awkward. (laughs) (laughs) I know everybody's crossing their fingers that they get 69 with someone else. Okay. I don't think it's me. Well, remember, it's bottom two. I don't think it's me either. I have a 19. 18. 10. Also 10. 10. What? Nice. The triangle. The trifecta. All right. So, highest roll on this one doesn't have to participate in the 69. 17? Six. One. (laughs) Yes! You would roll the one on our 69. All right, so. Four hot dog water based drinks. Come on. I can get that put together. Of course you can. You're, You're writing down notes, eager to please. All right, it sounds like me and Steve are 69ing next week. Sometimes (laughs) I think that Emily is evil deep down inside. 
I just like to experiment with drink flavors. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> yep, that's it. That's all that it is. Gross. So we get back into it. The last thing that happened was the party entering into another combat. So with a flesh golem at the door, I'm going to go ahead and roll its initiative. Ah, but we don't know that it's a flesh golem. You do. Well, you think it looks like the beast, but without a face, which is pretty disturbing. Okay. Oh, I forgot you guys moved yourselves all around. <laughs> so technically our highest initiative right now is eight. <laughs> From the party. <laughs> so Eclipse just went, and combat begins with Matumbe next in the order. Boom. All right. Matumbe sees. Um, well, does the, is the door? The door is open. The correct? door is now open. Okay. Uh, Matumbe, seeing that Lyra is uh, very likely in trouble, is going to do a uh, a little thing over here. He's going to walk back around this taxidermy animal to get a little closer. He is now 10 feet away from the creature, and he's going to cast a spell on Lyra that is a touch spell. Do I have to cast offensively or anything? You do. Okay. Fucking fails. Okay. Next in the order is this creature. It moves, and... And now that you see it and your attention is focused on it, it is a large flesh golem, patchwork skin, and you can see some of the sinew from its muscles. It appears to have these chains embedded in its flesh, and the chains extend to these small snap-jaw homunculi that have basically a collar, a studded collar around their necks. It has no eyes or ears or face or mouth. And when it moves, you see the homunculi appear to be kind of directing it. It's going to full attack at Matumbe, who is right through the door. How is it attacking? I'm just curious. It's slamming him. It has reach as a large creature. So just with, like, his fist, he's not, like, whipping the homunculi or anything? No, he's, like, pummeling you, and his, Oof. his, um, my lowest is a 22 to hit. 22 doesn't hit. Okay, the next one is a 27. 27 does hit. So with a 27, he connects with you, and you take 16 points of damage. Okay, okay. As a meaty fist slams into you. Lyra, you're up. Are you still singing, or is singing still active? Singing is still active right now. Quick knowledge check on this guy. Sure. It would be a knowledge arcana. Twelve. You know nothing. Other than that, it's a flesh golem. Lovely. Lyra is so close to this flesh golem, and too close to withdraw to actually get away without incurring an attack of opportunity so she is going to attempt an acrobatics check okay yo Emily I just want to point out that I bet if you moved took a five foot there you'd be fine oh, but you wouldn't have like line of sight on him or anything that's true yep you could definitely do that I will do that I'll take a 
uh, Lyra takes a five-foot step back. So for the listeners, the flesh golem is on the other side of the door. Lyra was kind of diagonal from the doorway, and she proceeds to go further away from the doorway. It can only really see what's right in front of it through the door. Hiding back there, Lyra casts Cure Moderate Wounds on herself. Okay. Ikmer, you're up. All right. First, he is going to uh, put away his sword, draw the cup from outward in. He already had the cup out from last combat. You still had the cup out. Oh, perfect. Even better. I actually knew that. You dropped the sword on the other side of the room, though, so... Okay, Um, well, still carrying that. He is then just going to take a five-foot step forward next to Matumbe. Okay. And then is he readying an action? When the flesh golem is in range, he will attack. Okay. Eclipse. Um, Eclipse is going to have to move up in order to hit this guy. Yep, currently nobody's in range of being able to hit it. Unless she uses barb chains. <laughs> okay. Um, well, she definitely can have line of sight. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, is there knowledge that I can do, though, about the homunculi things or anything about this? That It's arcana for either one. 19 on the die plus 9 will give me a 28. Okay. You know that the homunculi have a fly speed. They have dark vision. Um, they have construct traits. So immune to ability, damage, drain, bleed, death, effects, diseases, uh, drain, exhaustion, fatigue, a slew of other things. Um, what else do you want to know? You would get. Is this just the homunculi or like the. Yeah, you'd have to roll again system. for the. Okay. I just I feel like this is a system of creatures. That's why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You would ju- your first roll is for the homunculi. Um, you would get four questions. So construct traits you've already said, right? Yep. I mean, can they be affected by will save them? No. Unless it affects objects, which it I'm guessing doesn't. It does not. Um, I mean, honestly, I just needed to know, like, basic information about them. So unless my party speaks up now, I don't have any questions that I want to ask it. Okay, well, I'll give you this. They have a telepathic link to the flesh golem. Yeah, I would assume what's happening is this system of homunculi are guiding it because they can see and guide it and then are talking back to Yeah, what the link means is that it can literally see through their eyes. Right, that's that's what I had assumed. With that in mind, it would be good to be able to pot shot and, and take out each homunculi with like a crossbow or something, although I don't have that. So with that in mind, I am going to try and hit it with some barb change. Okay, targeting the homunculi? No, I'll target the big guy, I okay. guess. Because I, I think I'll do more... I do more damage than I do like... Uh, one quick hits. Okay. Does that spell allow spell resistance? No. Okay. 26. That'll hit. I need a will save. It is immune. 
the big guy is? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about the homunculi. I was, but it is also immune. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, Ten points of uh, damage. What type of damage? Slashing. Okay. Is that from two chains? Um, yes, Give I guess. Give me the chain damage individually. Well, I, I rolled five and five. Okay, so it does zero damage. You can tell it doesn't cut through. And now it's Matumbe's turn. Cool. I'm going to knowledge check the big boy. Arcana. All right. 25. With a 25, you get two questions. What bypasses the DR? Adamantine. All right. Ick, you're up. Um, And what happens when we get rid of the homunculi? It hurts the big guy as well. It hurts the big guy. Good. Yep, because of their telepathic link. Okay, so he's going to relay this information to the rest of the party. He's going to say, Ikma, keep up with the tank, and I think that's the only thing that might be able to punch through right now. Also, focus on the homunculi. They will hurt the... Killing the homunculi will also hurt the beast. Um, personally, I think we kind of need to goad him into coming into this room. Fighting him through this five-foot door is going to be bad. So, I don't know what the rest of the party's thinking, but I think we should get him in. Agreed. That's why I didn't even move. Perfect. Alright, so we're on the same page with that. Um, okay. Uh, Matumbe is going to take a five-foot step back and ready in action to swing if at the homunculi if they come within range. Okay. Just know the homunculi are occupying its square. They're kind of crawling all over him. Right, yeah, but if he comes through the door, he's going to have to be up against me, essentially, because he can't be staying in that door without... Oh, he could. Or whatever. He'd be squeezing. Yeah. yeah. All right. It is its turn. It's going to move into the room. Yep, so that's a fiber. Or I guess it's squeezing, so it's a 10. Um, it's then going to attack Matumbe again. Does Ikmer get a uh, chance to hit with his ready to action? Yes, it is in range. I'd like to do that. You targeting it or a homunculus? Homunculus per Matumbe's instructions. First one, 17. That hits an, a homunculus. Whoa. All right. That's pretty neat. With that, it is 11 adamantine damage. That kills a homunculus. All right. Nice. So there are five left. All right. Now it's going to finish its action attacking Matumbe. Here it come. That's only going to be a 23. That would tie if I were not next to my good buds, but I am, so that does not hit. Nice. Sweet. Because I was too busy focusing on my die to say anything beneficial. Lyra, you're up. With this creature stepping into the room, Lyra is now trapped between the creature, a bookcase, and walls. So she's stuck in her own little corner. Mm-hmm. 
the echo of her song is starting to diminish. So she backs up against the wall as far as she can and starts singing. Anything else? No move equivalents? No, I mean, these bookcases are pretty tall, correct? Like, it's not, it wouldn't be an easy thing to no, zip yeah. across it. Climb okay. the bookcase. You don't even think there's room for you above it. No, I mean, she'll she'll have her crossbow out, but that's not going to be able to attack him right now anyway. Yep. Okay, Ikmer, you're up. All right, he is definitely going to attack another homunculi with the cup. Okay, I will say there's only one in range of you right now. So you can attack a homunculus and then him, but you can't attack two homunculi. The rest are behind him and to his sides. Okay, absolutely. I would like to attack the homunculi until it dies, and if it does, it'll go toward the creature. So I, I guess I have a question. Um, if Igmar is in front of the creature, why can't he attack uh, one of the side homunculi? Because when it's going through the door, they're all behind him. So currently they are yep. all behind. Okay, thank you. He had the two in front leading him on. The others, because he had to squeeze through, are not at his sides anymore. That so helps. as the dice Thank are you. depicted and they're behind him. All right. So my first hit is a 14. All right. That misses. Okay. Next one. I am positive hits because it's a nat 20. All right. Ooh, roll to confirm. Hell yeah. Well, All right. yeah. Roll to confirm. 18 on the die. So that brings it up to uh, 22. 22 will confirm on the homunculus. Oh, you're going to splatter this thing. Yeah, you're going to splatter this guy. All right. It's a D3, though. So uh, we got... Oh, yeah. Way, way splattered uh, this this little 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 guy. So Igmar swings yeah. down with the, <laughs> with the tankard and... You know how these guys have that snap jaw, that lower iron jaw? He just knocks that off the creature. It spins around and goes limp on its chain. Fantastic. Ikmer is uh, probably overly confident at this point. You, so see the, you see the flesh golem reel back at that hit, even though it wasn't hitting it. Well, because now all of its homunculi are outside the door and it can't see anything inside. They can see through its legs, just like you guys can see God through a door. Damn it! Mm-hmm. It was a worth a shot. <laughs> that was a, that's a good that's a good good thought. Eclipse, you're up. So I can see through its legs. Yeah, I mean you can't. They have full cover. That's fine. Okay, so plus I just eight need to, to see. I just need to see. Okay. Uh, there's a flaming spear that pops up behind it and will attack those uh, back too. Does that allow spell resistance? Yes. They're all immune. What? Ugh. But you wasted your spell, so that's cool. Okay. Fun times. Matumbe, you're up. All right. Um, I want to damage Monkey but my ranged options are extraordinarily limited. So I think the best thing I can do is just start attacking this thing, I guess. Okay. 
Um, he's going to take a five-foot step up and take a swing with the book. I'm sure whatever, even if I hit, it's not going to punch your DR. All right, that is going to be with the uh, broken condition, a 26. To hit the, uh, the big main guy. guy. Yeah, yeah, that'll hit. Okay. Power attack's not on or anything. Oh, max damage, 15. So maybe a tiny bit. I feel like some of that went through. All right, I'll take it. All right, it is its turn. It's going to clap back at Matumbe. Boy, this guy doesn't like me. One will miss. One definitely hits at a 40. Or no, not a 40. Jesus. I was about to say. Holy <laughs> That's <laughs> a little high. And your, a, uh, your earlier hits were one a like a two and a three. At a 30. Yeah, th- uh, 30 will deal. Yeah. Darn. With the bodyguard, I'm assuming it still does. Yes, yes. That sweet, sweet bodyguard bonus. Okay, that's 20 points of damage. Oh, boy. So, uh, your friend Matumbe here is at the, uh, the zero hit points. Yeah, well, that's fun, because the homunculi are going to act. Oh, great. But now you can attack them as they kind of skitter through its legs. Uh, one attacks Lyra. In harm's way. Misses Lyra. Another one attacks Matumbe. The other two stay behind it. In harm's way. It's only a 15. No, sir. All right, Lyra, you're up. Can you guys move two of the die to the front of the homuncula- or of the uh, flesh golem? So, guys, the setup here is we got the big old flesh golem mini, and then we're using mini dice. <laughs> all the homunculi uh, crawling all over him. What you doing, Lyra? Lyra really appreciates the cover that Ikmer is giving her, and so she is going to... She reaches out with her hand glowing kind of a seafoam green to cast Cure Light Wounds, and she's going to cast defensively. On Ikmer? Yes. Oh. Uh, that succeeds. Maximum healing. 13 points of healing. Awesome. Igmer, you're up. All right. It's going to go after two more homunculi if he first the fir- hits the first one. Okay. Gold dice are first. Well, the first one definitely misses. And the second one also... Well, I guess I can try. Uh, does a 10 hit? No. Yo, uh, give yourself two hit points back. I took the broken condition off my two hit, but not my actual damage. All right. Thanks for being honest. I try, man. Okay, so Igmer swings twice, misses twice at these little creatures crawling around. Eclipse, you're up. I am so far away, and my magic does fucking nothing. I'm going to take a five-foot diagonal up to be right behind Matumbe. Yeah, just block his retreat there. That's perfect. There's there's a way I can get out. Yeah. (laughs) No, actually, there is. To get out of harm's way, at least. And I'm going to mend his flesh. Flesh mend Matumbe? Good call. Oh, my. Thank you. Cool. Uh, Ten. Hey, I'll take 10. 
I was saying, I rolled pretty middle of the ground, middle of the road. All right, Matumbe. Oh, crap. I put, I took 10 damage, not healed 10. Oh, God, I'm dead. <laughs> oh, I'm dead. Very close. Oh, boy. Okay. A full round would do me a whole lot of hurt, a full lot of round of, of getting hit. I think I'm going to take a swipe at a homunculi and then take a five-foot step back. Okay. So he is going to just attack one of the ones that's right in front of him. Natural 20. Okay. Nice. I'll confirm. I could give myself a plus four to this roll, but I don't think these things have a whole ton of health, so I'm just going to let it ride. Um, let's see here. A 15. Meets beats. Wow. Nice. Guys, 68 episodes. First, Matumbe confirmed crit. Is it really? I swear to God it is. I know that for a fact. Because <laughs> I so only crit sad. on a 20. That's so sad. I've never done it on this show before. Wow, yeah. I mean, just uh, phenomenal. But you've Bro. helped other people. You've helped other people get crits. Yeah. So. I've, I've definitely been the cause of crit confirmations before. Yeah. That's because okay. Shaq was known for his alley hoops, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know it. All right. So that'll do uh, 21 points of damage. Yeah, it's dead. Hell yeah. Nice. So he knocks off a homunculi and then uh, knows what's good for him and takes a five foot step to hide behind Ikmer. All right. Eclipse. Or, sorry, it's my turn. I was going to say again? Yay, no, uh, <laughs> Matumbe's out of the way. Yeah, it's going to five-foot move into the room a little further diagonally here. So it no longer has to keep the squeeze condition on. Is it not on, like, a fountain? This statue. Yeah, but think about middle. it as, like, that's only partially a partially obscured square. He's not actually taking up ten by ten. Are you trying to tell me that this flesh golem is not 10 feet wide? <laughs> Surprisingly, <laughs> he's not. Yeah, because that would also pose an issue for your square if we were doing it that way. Oh, okay. I see. I yep. see. Because that thing is kind yeah. of on the map and takes up he's space in four so squares. Big. <laughs> he's a big boy. Um, yes. I, I love the visual of this. But the only thing with this uh, statue in the, or taxidermied statue or whatever in the middle, you probably just couldn't five foot step diagonal through. Yeah. Or yeah. step. Through. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Matumbe yeah, just took down sense. one of his homunculi, so that's coming at him again. You're just looking for excuses. In arm's way. First one's coming at him, at least. If it knocks him down, then it's going somewhere else. The next one. Well, it's definitely not, so. Okay, that's not. That's a 97. Next attack. 92. Both miss. Wow. The homunculi all um, five foot to the back of him, the back corner. So if you were to attack any of them, you're going to need to get around this creature. I'm going to do a little shifting here. Lyra. A lot of Lyra's spells also have spell resistance. So I'm sure that information would have been relayed. So she's not going to cast any of those. But Ikmer is still uh, within touching range. So she's going to cast Cure Light Wounds defensively again. Maximum healing again. Did you make the defensive check? Oh, yes. Sorry. The defense was uh, past that. Wow. I would not have expected to gain this much health during this combat. 
Yeah, I'm glad we're burning these because Matumbe certainly won't need them. Sigmar, you're up. All right. You cannot attack any of the homunculi unless you move around this creature. Correct. So I am going to delay until after Eclipse. Okay, Eclipse, what are you doing? Do you have a plan there? To move behind you when after you move so that I can bodyguard. Unless you guys, I just want to say, unless you guys are trying to set up flanks, I'm in the best spot right now because I get bonuses from being next to both of you. If Eclipse moves away, then I lose a plus one. It's not a huge deal, um, but unless you guys are setting up a flank, I I don't know what the point of of like shifting around is. Yeah, and like not trying to catch home monkey eye. No, like I didn't have an intention to move. That's why I was confused. Okay, I didn't Uh, think you did. Okay, so So do you want to revoke that delay or? You're just going to take it and let Eclipse go? I'll take it and let it go. Okay. What you doing, Eclipse? Uh, yeah, my plan right now is to just go ahead and uh, try and hit it. Okay. Uh, 28. That'll hit. 24 points of damage. Okay. Now, Ikmer. All right. Well, uh, since nobody moved, he is going to just attack the Flesh Golem twice. Right. Is it any any harm? Like, I feel like no harm, no foul if I just take a five foot sideways, right? Well, you just take one of uh, Matumbe's ACs away, but that's okay. I, he gets I mean, it from his... Um, yeah, I understand. Yeah. I just want to do a five foot because if I'm able to, I can take another five foot and I'll be able to be closer without incurring. So move me five foot the other way. Yep. Okay. As always, gold are first. Well, the gold actually happened to be pretty good. 27. That hits. Awesome. And uh, how does... Well, an 11 didn't last time, so... Nope. Yep. Okay. Well, you're hitting the Flash Golem, so it's Correct. different AC. Certainly oh. better than the homunculi. Very good point. Very good point. Uh, with that, then he does a total of 10. Okay. Matumbe. Okay, uh, Matumbe is actually going to move into the square that um, Eclipse was just in to regain. He's like, where, where are you going? Uh, I, I need you. But um, but he loses it for Mechmer, so. No, he doesn't. No. Still five you're feet. Di- oh, you're diagonal, yep. Yep, so I'm just, I'm literally just trying to stretch that out as long as I can. Um, and he's going to, again, take a swing at this big old flesh golem because that's the only... Uh, target that he can threaten right now that should play at a 24 yep that'll do sweet okay eight points of damage okay boy if that dr was cold iron that'd all be going through Uh, unfortunate let's see it is its turn Uh, i can't really attack eclipse all the way around the um, the taxidermy, it's gonna it's gonna attack twice at Ikmer. I will in harm's way. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, these are play. They're the same thing. So it's two thirty threes. Yeah, that, that that does it. Oh my! It, it helps to not be squeezing in the door. 
Yeah, let the big man breathe. <laughs> let the big man breathe. That's going to be 25 points of damage. All right. And you'll notice that it doesn't quite all go through. <laughs> Thanks, bud. No problem. Yeah, that's two hits, so make sure you take that out twice. Perfect. Thank you. Uh, and then it's going to five foot step towards me, so towards the south, towards Eclipse, keeping the homunculi behind it. All right, give me a second to shift. Do you all want them in this square or spread out? That's fine. Okay. It's going to be able to AOO any of you trying to get them. And now it's Lyra's turn. Lyra, you are no longer threatened for the first time this combat. <laughs> this is very exciting. But can you do anything? Like take out the crossbow and hit a homunculi? I do have my crossbow out. They're going to have cover. I was really hoping that I could somehow get to Matumbe to heal him, but there's no way. That That's not happen. happening. Yeah, that ain't happening. That's not happening. Well, that's okay, though. Because... In a room this size, he controls so much of the squares, it's ridiculous. Yes, but that's okay, because I'll probably be pretty close to him, no matter where he goes. I mean, the room's literally... Room. It's literally like a 20 by 30 room, and a lot of it's taken up by, like, taxidermy sculpture and And bookcases. He's, like, dead center with 10 feet of reach. Like, he covers virtually the, like, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, there's only, like, one square that Lyra can comfortably stand in. Two squares that she can comfortably stand in. Time to get on top of the bookcase. (laughs) Oh, is that an option? We already said it's too small between there. Yeah. Darn it. Between that and the ceiling, there's not enough room. She is going to try to hit one of the homunculi with her crossbow. Okay. I don't think that's going to hit. It's a minus four. You said they have total. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll take the um, that as a bonus to my AC, so you can just give me your full attack damage. 13. 13 would not hit them without cover. But nice try. Fantastic job. Eclipse. If I move 10 feet, like 5 feet next to me and then a diagonal across. Yep, you're definitely incurring. Like once? Yeah, you can only incur once for a movement. Okay, yeah, I'm going to do that. Okay. Hits. Natural 16. That's 15 points of damage. All right. So I'll hit a homunculi with my battle axe. Okay. 22. 22 hits. 22 points of damage. Dead. Woo! Ikmer. I would recommend Ikmer take a five foot closer to the door, because then even if the homunculi try to move away from Eclipse, he'll be next to him, too. That's a, that's a great plan. And I will do exactly that. The tactical mind that Ikmer is. <laughs> but he can't reach a homunculi from here, right? I think that was a consensus. I don't think so. Yeah, he, they're okay. on your side of the creature. So. I just want to make sure. As always, gold at first. Okay, does 19 hit the... No flush. All right, then the other die definitely won't with a 12. 
Okay. Matumbe. Uh, Matumbe takes a five foot step up. He is now flanking with the clips and he is going to keep trying to swing at this this thing because even if he wanted to try moving around, there's really not a whole lot of opportunity to get to a homunculi right now. Sure. And I think that should do it with a 22. 22 will hit. Cool. And now you're close to uh, Lyra too. Did you factor in your broken condition? Yeah. Factor it into your damage this time. I've been doing. I didn't do it the first time, which I corrected myself for. I know you did, uh, but I've been doing it every time. Nine points of damage. So, uh, obviously, not all that's going through, but I'm chipping away a little bit. You feel like something went through. Maybe it was just your imagination. Could be. I mean, right, it's its turn. Missing most of my health, <laughs> Matume might be a little delirious. It's double attacking at Eclipse. Because she's trying to kill homunculi. One is a natural one, but the other one will be a uh, 32. Natural one would come close to hitting you. 12 points of damage. The uh, homunculi are going to stay where they are. Lyra, you're up. Lyra takes a five-foot step up, so she's right behind Ikmer and very close to Matumbe, and her hand glows a slightly darker shade of seafoam green as she casts Cure Moderate Wounds Cast defensively. Yep. Yep, that's a 23, so that passes. Oh, yeah. 15 points of healing. Wow, thank you very much. You are welcome. Eclipse. I will attack the homunculi. Okay. Glad you're not Ikmer, because you'd get two attacks. Natural 16 is going to hit. Yep. 19 points of damage. Dead. I can't wait until I can attack twice. Ick. All right. I think we all know uh, what's happening Ikmer is surrounded by his friends. I know that they are both not going to hit because they are both less than last time. Okay. Wow, what a terrible rolling day. Uh, I'm just going to keep on keeping on. Going to swing again. Swing with the flank, baby. 16 off the die has hit before. Yep, that's It'll hit now. Not bad. Uh, 12 points of damage. Okay. Chipping away at him. Trying. Doing some damage. You see some of his flesh seems to like slough around. Uh, two hits at Eclipse to attempt to um, try an incapacitator so he can still see. Uh, my lowest is a 29. They both hit. Or, I'm sorry, 25. Does that change it? Nope. Okay. That's uh, 35 points of damage. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Between the two. 2d8 plus 5. For each hit. Uh, Go ahead and put my mini down. Um, 
I'm I'm bleeding out. Oh no. Lyra. Lyra's song, the echo of that is ending now, but she saw Eclipse go down, so Lyra takes a five-foot step back into her protected corner mm-hmm. and casts Stabilize on Eclipse. Okay. Eclipse, you're stable for the time being, but we'll skip over you because you are unconscious. Ikmer? All right. He did not like the, well, eclipse going down. He is very sad. And He's try a his sad best. Boy. Try his best here. Come on. Gold is first. Okay. How about a 22 to hit? 22 hits. Fantastic. It is going to be, well, only seven points this time to the flesh golem because mm-hmm. I can't reach the other one. Oh, uh, the other one is definitely way lower. Okay. So the other one misses. Yep. Matumbe, you're no longer flanking. Okay. All right. I got a fairly wild idea. Um, with Eclipse down, although stable, and there's only one homunculi left, I think Matumbe might try something a little daring to get rid of this thing. So Matumbe is going to move all the way around this guy, which I know will incur. Yeah, that incurs, so let me see here. Uh, 28. Oh, that hits, yeah. Fifteen points of damage. Okay, Matumbe is still up. I'm really actually just back. Good thing you, uh, yeah. Good thing you uh, healed him, Lyra. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, to be fair, I probably wouldn't have tried this if she didn't. <laughs> um, so he's going to move all the way around. He's actually going to be standing over Eclipse right now. Okay. And he is threatening the homunculi as he moves over. As a swift action, he casts the spell Inheritor's Smite. Now, what this does is it, it gives me a plus five sacred bonus to my attack roll. And if I hit, I can do, like, a, an enhanced uh, bull rush maneuver. Doesn't matter. That's not what I want to do. I want to try use that plus five to hit. So, here we go. To hit the homunculus or to hit him? Homunculus. Okay. Ah, oh, jeez. I don't even know if that does it. So, let me do some math here. I don't know how you could miss. Well, I got a three on the die. Goes up to... Plus five is an eight. Yep. Plus five to an eight... Um, book damaged would be with without uh, 16 total. 16 hits. Sweet. By one. So it was a good thing I used the spell. Yeah. Well, now let's see if I can kill it. Because I'm not doing a whole lot of damage without power attack. Alright, 12 points of damage. Does not kill it. Fucking Christ. What spell did you do? Inheritor's Smite. It seems very close to death. Yeah, if that's any consolation. I bet it does. If that's any consolation. Um, so that's Matumbe's turn. It does not like its homunculi being attacked, and with that's its last enough. fleeting bit of vision, it full attacks at Matumbe. So let's check the first guy. 
Natty 18 is going to hit. I think that will. 14 points of damage. I'm at negative four. Okay. If Matumbe drops... She certainly does. It no longer sees him as a threat and attacks at Ikmer. Cool. All right. Uh, does a 27 hit? Yes. Twelve points of damage. Awesome. That's its turn, Lyra. <laughs> Seeing Matumbe go down. <laughs> I'm not automatically going to stabilize Matumbe because now it's just Ikmer and I. So I'd like to do a heal check on Ikmer. What you got? Uh, 13. Usually it's a 15. <sighs> Darn. I mean, you can tell her relatively. Are you above half? I am... No, I'm not I'm not above half, and I am above a quarter. How about that? <laughs> sure. All right, well, she's going to prioritize the hitting for right now because that can linger on. So, uh... Lyra starts singing. Lyra starts singing, not knowing if her friend that just went down bit the dis- dust for good. Eclipse, unconscious. Ikmer. Okay. Well, he he definitely knows that he has to go after the homunculi. And to do so, he will have to run around this creature. God, we're just going to keep a pile of bodies on this side of the room, Yes, huh? we are. Sure, he's going to AOO you. All right. Are you going to survive? Natty yeah. won. Oh, he goes. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, goodness. All right. Do you have the movement? Yeah, I do. Just barely, though. At 25. There are... Three bodies. Push the bodies out of the way. (laughs) All right. This is ridiculous. There are eclipses on the bottom, Matumbe's on the top, Igmer is standing on top of that corpse pile. He's almost, well, he would be eye to eye if it had eyes. So, what's your uh, single attack? Ugh, garbage. Yeah, with a 10. That does not I hit the homunculus. Alright. Yikes. Ikmer's gone. The homunculus moves to Lyra's side of the um of the creature. And Wait, if Ikmer goes, don't I have to roll a save? Oh yes, you do. I yes. apologize. I was thinking skipping E because she's uh, already saved, but no. you need to roll a save DC fourteen, right? That is correct. So I have to use my con modifier, which right now is a plus two, where I'm going to start bleeding out. Oh, natural one. And this was the die that's been doing me good all session. Uh, so, yes, I am continuing to So die. you're at negative five now. All right, two attacks coming at Ikmer. This is not good. Oh, boy. Come on. Okay, look in the tray. 
There's two 20s. Two natural twos. Oh, this Ooh. is great. So both miss, Ikmer. The homunculus is on the other side. It's Lyra's turn. Lyra's not going to stop that song because we need this to end. And she lines up that crossbow to hit the homunculus. It no longer has cover. Let's go. Yes. You can do it. 18? Hits. Yes. Let me know what the damage is. This is important. Better be high. It's not great. Oh, no. It has DR. So this is a uh, corrosive crossbow plus uh so it's six points plus one point of acid okay oh no it's literally hanging on by a thread uh. <laughs> all right eclipse you're stable ikmer what are you doing I feel like I have to run around it again. <laughs> Just to try to hit this goddamn uh, homunculi playing. All right. I'm d- <sighs> no, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's right. what I'll, that's gonna what I'll AOL do. you as you leave. Okay. I'm going to run out of luck here. <laughs> no, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, it murdered me. I like that. Not because of his high AC, just because I can't get a fucking hit off. Well, this thing's panicking. He's losing his homunculi. Maybe his vision's going a little bit. I I get it. I'd be panicking too. All right. Let's go, Ikmer. All right. uh, 18 on the die. Definitely 27. And you deal damage to it? Absolutely. Because you're using an adamantine cup? Absolutely. That is enough to kill the homunculus, and the repercussions of that are enough to kill the flesh golem. Wow. Yeah. The flesh golem had five health left. Oh, god damn it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The uh, Ikmer seeing this thing fall over is, uh, well, quite the sight. And it falling over, of course, takes up more room now (laughs) that it's over and uh, push it out to the lobby. (laughs) (laughs) We'll let the uh, we'll let uh, housekeeping clean it up. But uh, anyway, so he probably literally has to jump on his tummy and (laughs) vault over to the uh, to his his friends uh, by uh, laying on the ground and is like shake uh shakes them and and try tries to wake them. So even Igmer would know that Eclipse has been stabilized. If you want to try a heal check, you're going to want to start with Matumbe. I do. From where Lyra is at cuz I think she would get to go next, she would just stabilize Matumbe okay. across the room. Sweet. So I'm stable at negative 5 hit points. I'm stable at negative 1 and 3 points of corruption. Hooray. Yes. What a cause for a celebration. Didn't we think Lyra was going to die this combat? <laughs> well, yeah. I didn't think that I'd get focus fired this entire battle. Hey, man. You jumped up into the doorway. 
which thank you for doing that because that first hit that you took would have knocked Lyra unconscious right away. Yeah, and I think there's a domino effect there with all the healing that we would have not gotten. Oh, yeah. Um, but regardless, so we're we're stable on the ground. Ikmer's standing over us. What next? Lyra's going to walk over and start healing. And we're going to be resting after this, right? Yes. Perfect. All right. Uh, cure Sirius to Matumbe. Because he was uh, down a little bit longer. Or uh, bleeding out for longer. I rolled really well. That's 27 points of healing. Wow. Neat. Thank you very much. All right. So you guys are in the room and healing up. What's the what's the game plan from here? I think we should rest <laughs> yeah. and barricade the door. Barricade Absolutely. the door. Absolutely. We have a very large oh well, a large body. Bookcase? A statue? I, th- I think now would be the time, yeah, to get all that stuff moved and take a closer look around this room. We haven't had an opportunity to check it out really at all. As soon, as, I mean, we've been fighting ever since we got in here. So, Lyra, are you using your spells to heal folks or are you using the wand? All of my spells. Okay. So, Eclipse, you get 15 points total. Matumbe, another 13. Ikmer, 9. And then I get 12. And then I would uh, still be pretty low, so I'll use the last bit of my healing. Okay. Awesome. Oh, uh, before we actually barricade the door, we'll, uh, Ikmer is going to grab his sword from the other side of the room. From the other side of the room, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, uh, and then uh, sharpen it. So uh, I- you guys can make a knowledge nature check now that you're kind of just in the room. Eclipse is going to focus on her knowledge engineering to make sure that uh, it's a secure barricade. 22 on the nature. Okay. Anybody higher than that? All right, so Matumbe, you would know that the main stuffed corpse is a boulette. What is that? It's just kind of like a magical beast, which maybe I should have had you roll Arcana, but... Uh, you also see several half-formed skeletons of what you can recognize as owlbears. Oh, okay. uh, One is a mostly preserved and taxidermied version, but you also see skeletal versions. Cool. It seems to be some sort of putt game room, putt museum. Game room, I mean hunting, but... <laughs> As you continue to observe, you see some things preserved in jars. Uh, one is a partially transformed doppelganger. And oh. the other is a complete goblin dog. So it, it the, the corpse isn't damaged at all. The doppelganger looks like it, <laughs> it may have been like sliced in twain as it was transforming. And so they they got this partially transformed subject and preserved it. Is this I don't maybe like a knowledge nobility check might be appropriate here, but is are these 
the things I would expect to see in a rich person who likes hunting's game room or trophy room. You could make a knowledge local. Because this seems like, I mean, at least to me, like a mere earthling. This seems like kind of weird stuff. Yeah. Um, You guys could check out the rooms that you kind of ran through as you came in here, too, that um, might give you a little bit more information. But go ahead and give me your... 14. Yeah, with your local, uh, the only thing you remember is that Alpon Cromark, the, the person who lives here, clearly had an interest in alchemical reagents and anatomy and that kind of thing. So maybe not just a hunter. I mean, we know he made the beast. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not surprised, I guess. Anything magical in the room, if Lear is detecting magic? Not that you can see, uh, but you do see a plaque above the door that says things of the land. Lyra really hopes there's going to be things of the sea eventually. Nice. <laughs> but, I mean, there's there's plenty of light in here, so you, you'll be able to see just about everything. Yeah, so this room, for context, only has one entrance, which is from the lobby, which is the first room you entered in this building when you were fighting the Aranis, or Aranis, or however you say it. Um... And you kind of quickly left that room and retreated into this room. But this room doesn't appear to have any doors to other rooms. What I do need is a perception check. It's late at night now. You guys got to Schloss Crowmark at night. Bickmer's on guard. 17. 21. 16. 24. Matumbe, as you as you make these knowledge nature checks and figure out what these things are in this room, you head towards the northern wall. And it's very brief and it's not so loud. But you do hear movement coming from that room. This guy? The room to the north. The same, the very same room that Lyra previously heard movement coming from. Lyra, as you investigate some of the room towards the outside wall, you hear a very unsettling sound. It sounds like scuttling, but of legs that are far too large for any creature that you know could scuttle. And you hear it briefly on on the southern wall as you're investigating, and then it appears to grow faint, and then you seem to hear it again, even fainter, but above you. And then it stops. Are the little inlet gray areas, are those windows that we can see outside? They are windows. Okay. 
And I think that's part of what you're noticing. You're the only one to notice the sound. And as you hear the sound coming up from the wall, from the southern wall, you do see a shadow cover one of the windows. And it's very faint because it's nighttime outside, but you can tell something has passed by that window. Lyra would very quietly uh, bring the group members over and kind of point out where she was hearing the, the sounds whispering the whole time. Furthermore, Lyra, I, I think you indicated earlier that there was movement coming from the room to the north. I, I don't think that this flesh golem and the homunculi either were the only ones making movement. I think there's something else in there too. Very close. So, are we trying to still rest, or do we keep going? Are we safe? I think we barricade the doors, and we might be safe enough for a night, but I will pitch this one to the group. I, I don't know. I won't be very effective in any more combats. I'm almost completely wiped out. I could potentially set another trap on the door. I think that could go a long way, at least to alert us to wake up if something tries to come in. Absolutely. Well, if this is where we're staying, I'll do that. Okay. So the door opens out. How would you like to barricade it? You said the bookcase goes all the way to the ceiling, basically. Yes. It's cabinets, so the cabinets are built into the wall. You could barricade it with the bookcase to the south. Okay. Or to the the west, rather. Uh, That would easily cross the door... And you could obviously use the body, but the, if, unless you barricade it from the lobby side, the door is easily going to be opened. Yeah, that's fine if the bookcase, which is more than big enough to cover the door, mm-hmm. is in front, right? It's still a barricade. Right. What I'm saying is you're not going to be able to get it out of the room, so it's basically just going to sit in front of the door. So if something tries to open the door, it's just going to see bookcase. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Just so that you're not thinking the bookcase is going to keep them from opening the door. We also no, have that's st- what I kind of thought. We also have the statue, too. Yeah. And yeah, it's a taxidermy creature. Ikmer, um, you could probably move it yourself. Sure. It's filled with, like, cotton. So I'll trap the doorknob again, um, and then we can put the bookcase in front. And then the body in front of the bookcase, because that all of that should be extremely heavy. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I think we have a plan. So you guys barricade the room and go to sleep. Do we set a watch? That's what I was just about to ask. Oh, I didn't want you to say, well, in your sleep. <sighs> Yeah, uh, certainly yeah. Ikmar can uh, definitely try to take up as much time as possible between all of them. So uh, you guys say the word and he'll stay up, try to stay up, I guess, so that everybody else can, can recharge Regain to their, their fullest. 
so, I mean, I don't think that you should st- be fatigued, though, and, like, stay up all night. So... Oh, yeah. Uh, with that, then... Uh, I guess I can take the second shift? Well, wouldn't you need an uninterrupted eight hours? Yeah, if anything, Ikmer should take the middle, middle. shift. Because he, it doesn't matter if his is interrupted. As Are we not doing four shifts? Are we doing three? I imagine if you're sleeping eight hours... Well, you would need to sleep more than eight hours for all of the spellcasters to both take a shift and get their eight hours of rest. So you could start with two spellcasters, then they both go to sleep. The other one at that point has gotten four hours of sleep. If Ikmer took a four-hour shift, the last one would have slept the entire eight hours and then could take the next four hours while the last person... um, gets their full eight hours of sleep. If that's how you want to do it, that's going to take 12 hours. So, for me, the risk is only within my spells themselves, but not my mental focus. Lopper points, though. Don't those reset with sleeping? No, that's sun, sunset. Oh, that's sunset. Sunrise. So, okay. um, to me, we could... We could do it either way. If we want to take for the full 12 hours... And I have everything back. That's fine. If we only want to do, uh, like, an eight or ten hour amount of time, then I am I can also get by with that. I guess then that's up to you. Like, if, if you th- if you think your spellcasting wouldn't be particular particularly useful to get back one hundred percent then we could rock with that plan. But if you if you think you could use the extra utility, I don't really have a problem waiting 12 hours. Does anyone else have a problem waiting 12 hours? Nope. I think it's good if we're at as full of potential as we can be. Okay. Okay. So in worst case scenario, then Eclipse will take the last watch just in case we get woken up early. Sounds good. Okay. So... You go to sleep. Who's on first? I can go first. Okay, so Matume, make a perception check. Okay. 25. You hear movement coming from the roof. Does it sound like what um, Lyra described? It does. Okay. And then you see a shadow, and this is maybe half an hour into your watch as the rest of the group has fallen asleep. You see a shadow form. And as the shadow crosses the window, you briefly see yellow eyes and a disgusting tentacled mouth and body and then a large claw busts through the window on the south wall. The head tilts down. Clearly this creature is too big to enter the room through this window, and it lets out this moan that churns your insides. Even those asleep hear it, and feel this 
disgust and this fear. And I need everybody to make a will save. Oof. Ikmer will turn your insides. Oh boy. Yeah, bud. That's how I feel. And not so good. <laughs> Especially because I don't have tenacious just yet. Uh-oh. Oh boy. All right. I'm hearing a lot of bad reactions from around the table. So I'm going to start this off with a dirty 20. Who okay. got? Who else got above a five? Because I did not. Oh. Well, on the die roll, anyways. I got ten total. I'm also oh. a ten total. I uh, I misunderstood your first question. Uh, above a five on the dice roll? No, I did not. But total to a seven. So <laughs> okay. So is, that's is that's there real anything good. Anything specific that I can add to this that will help me at all? Oh, uh, you know what? Nothing's gonna help a ten. Hold on, hold on a second. Um, is it against fear effects? It does not matter. <laughs> well, that's okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Uh, you you then, got a seven. Then, what are you going to add? Plus <laughs> ten well, against fear effects. I'm just letting you know that I have uh, zero to uh, add on to that. I'll, like an infinite amount Perfect. of times. Yeah, unless anybody has like a weird just. Oh, we have some. Uh, I have two neutral <laughs> hero cards. <laughs> no, it's too late. I already got burned for letting you guys burn your hero cards before you rolled. So. Matumbe, you see this creature in the window and its claw is like kind of skittering around the window frame and the claw is hardly even fits through the window but when you see its face you see this patchwork of different creatures and it moans and you stand stalwart hell yeah I do the rest of the party wakes up as if from a dream. They all feel as though they're experiencing some horrific sleep paralysis. They can't move. All they see is this creature in the window and they panic, but they can't break themselves out of this frozen fugue and they just see this creature, creature and mentally scream. I'm, I'm hearing panicked and paralyzed? Yes. That's a cool one. That, <laughs> I mean, that brings a lot of things to a pretty crazy, crazy, crazy level. So how much time has gone by since the scream? Like, can I have a turn? Or is something going to happen? Well, the scream happens. Everybody wakes with a start. Frozen in place. And mentally dying. Of fear. Excuse me? And I need everybody to finish their drinks, because we'll see you next week. No. Whoa. I knew it. 